Hi, I'm Richard Randall, and welcome to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Colorado Springs Real Estate Authority, Barb Schlinker. Barb Schlinker is a retired Navy veteran. Barb is an author. Barb Schlinker is a pilot, and she enjoys all that Colorado Springs has to offer with her amazing, amazing team. Barb, always great to be talking with you. And home sellers planning to put their homes on the market often ask, how do they prepare for doing that? What are some of the things a home seller should consider when choosing an agent to sell their home? Well, hello, Richard. Um, One thing that they probably have figured out in most cases is that not all real estate agents are the same. So, and sometimes years of experience could be an indicator, but not necessarily. It really depends on how much volume, how many homes that they are selling, which for me would be a a more important criteria than the number of years they've had a license. Uh, Even people that haven't had a license that long, if they're selling a lot of homes, those might be good candidates too, because they know what's going on in the market right now. That's the key. So, um, you know, and the other piece of this is that when it's time for negotiating, they really need to know what's going on in the market. Here's an example. Uh, When I first started in the business, uh, I'm dating myself, but it was back in 1996, Uh, The market was not that hot. And I would say over those years, there were very few periods where the market was on fire. In most cases, uh, it it took, you know, it was more of a a, um, normal market, meaning it would take three to six months to sell a home. Now it's more like three to six days if you do everything right. Right now, the average days on market are about 19 days from all the homes that are getting contracts. From the day they go into the market to the day they get a contract, the average is 19 days. We're doing it in anywhere from four to eight days, depending on the price range and where the home is and all that. And it's mostly only because I like to slow the process down and make sure the entire buyer population has a chance to be aware that it's there, throw their hat in the ring and make their best offer. Um, So it used to be when the market was not hot, It was really not customary to, it was customary that the buyer would make a decent offer and they would ask the seller to pay their loan closing costs, which typically runs between two to 3% of the sales price. Just to put that in a dollar amount, right now our average sales price is $435,000. So it could be $8,000 in closing costs in addition to the seller having to pay commission taxes and title that they're asking the seller to pay um, to buy their house. So that was normal back then. Now it's not normal. Uh, pretty much most of the lenders can just slightly bump the interest rate and cover all their loan closing costs or not at all. I recently closed one in the $965,000 price range in which the lender came in and funded almost $10,000 of the buyer's closing cost. And you know what? They still got a fantastic rate of 2.75% for a 30-year fixed. So an agent that doesn't sell that many homes, um, they they don't know that. And also somebody that doesn't sell that many homes may be really excited to encourage a seller to jump at the first offer. And uh, I can give an example of that. 
So here, let's say you go, you activate your listing on Monday, you get a showing Monday afternoon or Tuesday, you get an offer on Tuesday, and they give you a deadline. I got one over the weekend where I had a deadline of five hours to present that contract. And it just so happened I was traveling, I was out of cell range, I didn't even see it until after the deadline was over. So that's not reasonable. Reasonable amount of time to present an offer is 24 hours. But here we are early in the week. So we're presenting the offer early in the week and the weekend buyers haven't even had a chance to go look at this home. So many, many times I see homes that go under contract in a day or a day and a half before a weekend hits. And that's not the way I like to do it because there are a lot of people that are busy and they, they can't get out and look at homes during the week. So I like to go through at least one weekend day. So we kind of plan our showing strategy uh, and our offer strategy the same way. Here's an example. Um, I, had, uh, I had a listing. I was showing a buyer, actually. We'd scheduled to go look at buyers, look at homes for this buyer on Thursday. So this is in the price range of five seventy-five dollars to $600,000. So on Thursday, I scheduled three appointments to view homes, and we were going to look at those three homes on Saturday morning. By Friday, two of those appointments were canceled because they already got a contract. Woohoo, I sold the house so fast. But how did those sellers know? How did they not know whether or not my buyer would have paid more than the offer that they accepted? They don't because they didn't allow showings long enough to let the entire buyer population see the home. To me, I, I just don't work that way. I do it differently. I can't tell other people how to do their thing, but that's my strategy in a hot market to really expose the home to all the buyer population. We also do that in other ways as well. Like we do um, a lot of uh, pre-marketing of the home on various social media platforms. We have coming soon in the MLS. We have websites, all kinds of things to really make sure it's out there and getting found before you start showings. And then another piece of this is the negotiating for inspection repairs. So um, an agent that has experience would know what is a reasonable amount of inspection repairs and what is unreasonable. So I have a listing recently that went under contract and the buyer uh, did their inspection. I thought everything was going to go well and I get the inspection objection. There were 26 items on there. Now, some were reasonable, some were a little bit, you know, electrical, clean and service, the furnace, little Mickey Mouse plumbing. That stuff's okay. They want the house to be functional. But in addition to that, they asked for a new color code on the stucco and mud jacking the basement slab and on and on. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that is way beyond the scope of reasonable. And that's not customary. This is, in this market especially, this is not the time to ask for upgrades, okay? Inspection is not for that. It's just to make sure health, safety, functionality are fine so that the buyer gets a home that's sold pretty much as is, where is with all its faults, but they want the systems to be functioning. They have to understand it's priced that way. It's not priced like a brand new home. If they wanted a brand new home, they could go down the street and they could get one, but they're probably going to pay $100,000 more. And so an agent that doesn't have a lot of experience 
wouldn't know that and wouldn't discuss this with their buyer and say, hey, this isn't reasonable. This is probably going to blow up the deal. And that's exactly what took place. So good agents manage expectations. Um, some of them, unfortunately, are just the messenger. And I, I had this happen again recently on another property, almost the same type of scenario where the buyer held up the house for 10 days and terminated based on what the cost of the improvements that they wanted to put in would be. That really wasn't fair for the seller. So, and also an agent that knows how to market properly is hugely important. So one of the scariest things for me as a listing agent is that really nobody knows how many people are eliminating homes based on the photos online. And I can, I can look at photos online. I can take five minutes in the MLS and find some really bad pictures, anybody can, of, quote, marketing. So we focus our business to make sure that we're putting out great photos out, out there to get as many buyers in the door as possible. And then, of course, serving the clients once it goes under contract is a big piece of that. Um, and knowing that you're in good hands is hugely important because right now with most homes selling pretty quickly, it's still a very big project to go from contract to closing. So you want to make sure that you've got an agent that knows what to do, what to expect, so there are no surprises. It's already a stressful experience for everyone, okay? And you want to make sure that it goes as smoothly as possible and there are no surprises. Richard? Boy, you're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Richard Randall, of course, and Barb Schlinker, the host and the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. If you're interested in selling your home and you want to give Barb a call, call her at 719-301-3900. And we're talking with Barb about picking the best agent to sell your home. Barb, you've got some tools that can help home sellers make that selection. Absolutely. And we have something called an agent selection guide and the 10 questions you should ask before you hire an agent. And if you want to order that report, you can. You just go to our website, barbhasthebuyers.com, and there's a little green button in the upper right corner where you can click and see all of our reports and you can download it for free. Um, and there, there really are a lot of factors when a home seller uh, has to consider when they're picking an, an agent. 55% of the listings that are out there, they go with an agent that they happen to know, or maybe they work with before, which is fine as long as they have good experience. But one thing that sellers should keep in mind is that 74% of the agents out there sell three or less homes a year, and a quarter of them don't sell any in a year. So they could very quickly become disillusioned if they just pick the you know, just to any agent out there to do the job, even though the market's hot, that doesn't mean that you can let your guard down and not present your home in the best possible manner to get the most amount of money. And some examples of that would be uh, photos that are poorly uh, presented. When that happens, buyers eliminate homes. It doesn't get as many showings. The home sits on the market unsold. And then other issues like the agent doesn't keep them informed about the feedback, what the buyers thought about the house, and, and if the seller can do anything about it to make it sell, not just price, but necessarily maybe updates or things like that. Um, but they also need to educate them about what their competition is. What are the similar sales that are going under contract right now? Why did a buyer pick that home over our home? So those are little pieces that 
that come into play that that agent you know sellers should decision should consider when they're picking an agent uh, things like how many homes have sold have these agents sold in the past year is, is a good question that you should ask an agent when you're interviewing them if they've only sold one or two they have no idea what's going on in the market and they they might get lucky because the market's hot but um it just could create problems for you in the future, Richard. Well, you don't want to, hope is not a strategy. Luck is not a strategy. If you're listening to the Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, you know that. She's the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And if you're thinking of making a move, please give Barb a call at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. Or if you want a free report, those nine-step system to get your home sold fast and for top dollar, visit barbhasthebuyers.com. Go to the free report section. You'll find it there. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be discussing buying a home when you have a house to sell. Stay tuned for that. 